Blind Faith Podcast listeners. Welcome to another episode of the Blind Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Reverend Craig Sierra Jr. And the title of today's episode is What is the Meaning of True Beauty? What is the Meaning of True Beauty? Today's lesson is going to come from the first book of Peter, the third chapter, verses three through five. Your beauty should not come from outward adornment, such as elaborate hairstyles and the wearing of gold jewelry or fine clothes. Rather, it should be that of your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. Again, the title of today's lesson is, What is the Meaning of True Beauty? In our culture, beauty is highly emphasized. Not just beauty, but also the process of beautification. People who are deemed to be beautiful are people like Marilyn Monroe, Pamela Greer, Holly Berry, and then even the more, mod, the more modern day beauties like Mariah Carey, Christina Aguilera, Beyonce Knowles, we've, and Kim Kardashian. We've even moved into more modern, modern day beauties like Taylor Swift, Megan Thee Stallion, and Mulatto. And it's not just the guys that find physical appearance to be so high. Ladies also look at the physical appearance. They like individuals like Denzel Washington, Steph Curry, and even Brad Pitt. The poets of our time often write that beauty could be a blessing and it could also be a curse. Our culture has placed so much great emphasis on this external appearance of beauty. We have begun to celebrate the outward adornment of beauty, how people physically appear to our eyes. What does their hair look like? What does their nails look like? What does their jewelry look like? What does their clothes look like? We even go into things like what does their cars look like? What does their houses look like? And what does their bank accounts look like? We have placed so much great emphasis on the external and outward appearance and the outward adornment of individuals that looking at the inside of a man has almost become a practice that is extinct in our culture. Why don't we celebrate that unfading inner beauty? Things that come to mind when I think about the unfading inner beauty of a Christian is things like love. How an individual shows love. Love for their community, love for their neighbor, love for their family, love for their church. 
how an individual shows joy and peace in spite of all of life's unchanging circumstances. Through the ups and downs of life, you can look at that individual and still see that they have joy and still see that they have peace. Now that's beautiful. When an individual displays patience in an impatient world, in a world where people are constantly uh, uh, putting people down and, 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 and throwing people under the bus and, and, and having all kind of evil thoughts and evil emotions and evil intentions, and yet an individual who is beautiful can be patient, patient, patiently waiting on God, patient with their children, patient with their co-workers, patient with their neighbors. And when I see this patience, in spite of all of the evil that people do to them, in spite of all of the storms and situations that they go through, they can still remain patient. They can be patiently waiting on God and patiently waiting on their situation to change. And they're not frantic, they're not frightened, but they're patient. Now that's beautiful. When an individual can display kindness and goodness and not expect anything in return for it, when an individual is genuinely kind and good towards their fellow man, towards their neighbors, towards those who hate them and those who despitefully use them and abuse them, and yet they still show forth kindness and goodness. Now, that's beautiful. When an individual can be faithful to God and faithful to their family and faithful to their friends and faithful to their community and faithful to the church, that's beautiful. Though the times have changed in the midst of a global pandemic, in the midst of the ups and the downs of of living in, in this human existence, the ability to weather the storm and remain faithful that's beautiful an individual who displays gentleness and quietness and self control that's beautiful though life all around us is spinning out of control we can maintain a sense of gentleness a sense of quietness and temperance in the midst of it all. Wow, that's beautiful. These aspects of beauty have nothing to do with how physically fit you are. It has nothing to do with how many times you exercise uh, using the exercising tapes or go to the gym and lift weights. It has nothing to do with how robust your curves are or how uh, beautiful your shape is, but it has everything to do with a change that has been made on the inside of a man. And so if you find yourself looking fantastic on the outside, but you take a look on the inside and you have no inward beauty, there's still hope. All hope is not lost. 
Because the same way that you can undergo a beauty makeover for your external and physical beauty, it's the same way that you can undergo a beauty makeover for your internal spiritual beauty. The Holy Ghost can do a makeover on your inside. The same way that the makeover artist and the makeup artist can do a makeover on your outside. And so the first thing that comes to mind when I think about a spiritual makeover is that the Holy Spirit is able, is able to revitalize beauty. That means that, that, that the beauty is there. It just needs a, a, a little touch, a, a, a little tweak here and there. Uh, you know, some, some people uh, are naturally beautiful. They, they naturally possess beauty. But they just need a little tweaking here and there. And, and so the Holy Spirit, for those of you who might be in the church, and you believe in Christ, but you just need a little tweaking of your faithfulness. You, you just need a little tweaking of your love. You just need a little bit of tweaking in the patience department. Well, well, the Holy Spirit is a great revitalizer. But not only is the Holy Spirit a great revitalizer, but the Holy Spirit is also a great reviver. And, and, and you're in need of reviving when you have lost consciousness but you're not yet dead and, and so some of you have lost consciousness of what true beauty is we've, we've been conditioned by the world and we've been programmed by the things of the world to believe that true beauty is, is, is in our physical appearance and not in our spiritual appearance and so we don't need much work but we do need to be revived we need the Holy Spirit to breathe on us. We need the Holy Spirit to bring back, bring us back to consciousness, bring us back to a state of mind where we know that beauty is not what we look like on the outside, but what we appear on the inside. And then finally, not only is the Holy Spirit a good revitalizer and a good reviver, but if you are dead, if something that you have experienced in this human experience, something that you've encountered in this human experience has killed everything beautiful on the inside of you, I've got good news that the Holy Spirit is a resurrector. And it can resurrect beauty. Beauty that has been killed by the cares and the concerns and the conditions of this world. The Holy Spirit is able to resurrect beauty that has died deep on the inside of you. You might not feel beautiful at all. You might not feel faithful at all. You might not feel any love or joy or peace or hope at all, but I've got good news that the Holy Spirit is able to resurrect beauty. Even when this world has killed it on the inside of it. The beauty brought forth by the Holy Spirit on the inside of us has great worth in God's sight. This type of beauty causes us to showcase the splendor of God before men. When we allow the Holy Spirit to perform this beautification makeover on the inside of us, we become like oaks of righteousness, a planting for the showcasing of God's splendor before the world. We become like trees of water. We become like trees 
planted near the rivers of water. We bloom in season and out of season. When folk look at us, they wonder how in the world did we get so beautiful? In season, we're beautiful. Out of season, we're beautiful. We showcase the splendor of God when we're going through storms. We're beautiful. When we're going through the rain, we're beautiful. Touch your neighbor and say, neighbor, we woke up like this. We're beautiful. We don't have to put on the makeup to make us beautiful. We don't have to do the tie to make us beautiful. We don't have to hit the gym every day to make us beautiful. When the Holy Spirit has worked on the inside of you, you have an inner beauty that will not fade away, a beauty that will stand the test of time. Go ahead with your beautiful self. When I think of Jesus and how he went out to that cross with nails in his hands and nails in his feet, how he took thorns on his head, he hung, bled, and died, was crucified so that the sins of the world would be placed on him and that in him we can achieve true righteousness. Some might say, how could you find beauty in something so gory? How could you find beauty in something so painful and something so agonizing? Well, the truth is, there's nothing more beautiful than when Christ went out there to that cross and died for the sins of the world because he showcased the true splendor and glory of God. He showcased love in its greatest form. He showcased patience in its greatest form. He showcased gentleness and, and quietness in his greatest form. He showcased that there was a spiritual change on the inside of him that was more important and more significant than anything that appeared on the outside of him. And so when we put our faith in Christ, and we believe in Christ and we're filled with the Holy Spirit. We no longer are held to the standards of beauty of this world. But we can find beauty in the sight of God. True beauty. The beauty of the worshipers of God. Who showcase the splendor of God before the world. May the Lord bless you and may he keep you as my prayer.